Hi, friend. I am drinking my CCFT. If you're not familiar, it is coriander, cumin, and fennel tea. And I am ready to dive into some tips for you on creating your online course. Welcome to another episode of the Why Can't I podcast. I'm Sarah Hagstrom, plant-based health coach turned life and business coach. My goal for this show is to bring you episodes that have you asking the very important question, one I've been asking myself from a young age, why can't I? Followed by a little bit of watch me. All right, let's dive in. The thing that I love about online courses and just programs and coaching and being an entrepreneur in general is you can always go and update things. There's always room for improvement. And I really like that. So if you already have a course, I still think you can find a lot of value in this episode. So I was preparing for this episode and I went back to my old health coaching site because I was curious, how many courses have I created? Well, I've created 14 courses in my journey as an entrepreneur, and most of them did pretty well. However, I had one that stood out that totally flopped and it was one of my health coaching courses. And the reason that it flopped when I was really thinking about it, preparing for this episode um, was because I didn't do the the six things that I want to share with you today. I didn't do them at all. And so these things are very powerful and they will help you bring more students into your course and allow you to have more success with your course and allow you to get more testimonials with your course. And so I'm really excited to share this. And I think the reason that courses have been on my mind recently is because I've been helping a handful of my clients launch their first courses, which is really exciting. Um, One of them just launched and had someone sign up within the first hour and then five more people sign up after that. Another one is getting ready to launch her course and already has over 650 people on her wait list and will be probably launching a little bit after this gets released. So I'm really excited. If you are getting ready to launch your course, really cheering for you, feel free to send me a DM and let me know how it goes. I just think that being an entrepreneur, you're so into sales and creation. And sometimes the process can feel kind of lonely or you can feel like, am I doing this right? So um, if you ever want to chat about it, send me a DM. I'd love to hear what you're creating. Okay, let's dive in to my six tips. The first tip is to solve one problem. If you have my course Launch, Coach, and Grow, also known as the Launch Course, then what you can do for creating your course is you can use the how to create a program worksheet to create your course. A lot of people think it's so different creating a one-on-one program or a group program versus creating a course and the building of it is different because you need a lot more material when you're creating a course versus creating a one-on-one or a group But how you go about thinking of creating the program is the same. So if you have that course, that worksheet will work for you too. So many times people create a course thinking that they need to put as much information into the course as possible, right? They need to solve lots of problems with their course. And honestly, that is doing your course and your community a big disservice because if there's too much stuff in the program, people won't buy it if it's not clear what the problem is, and they'll have a hard time getting through the material. And so I want to give you some examples of 
courses that I've seen in my day from clients or from myself that try to do too much and don't have a lot of success. So a healthy lifestyle course, I saw that. Finding Balance was another course. Nourishing Your Mind, Body, and Soul was another course. Healthy Habits for a Busy Entrepreneur, that was another one. And as you can see from just the titles, they are not super specific and they're taking on too many things, right? And so I also wanted to share some examples from my clients of courses that have done well, right? So there was, there is a course on weight loss for those who gained five to 30 pounds in college and were never able to lose it. Another one was called Mama Gets Some Sleep. And so that was helping moms sleep train their babies. Another one is Veggie Kids, helping parents feed their kids more vegetables. And another one is Ditch the Diet, helping women lose weight without dieting. As you can see, those are very specific and solving one problem. So I'm not saying that you can't solve multiple problems because your course probably will do that, but I would pick one problem per course, knowing that if they complete all of the things in your course, they're probably going to lose the weight and feel less stressed, right? There's probably more things, more benefits that come from your course, but I would focus on solving one problem and then you can always create more courses down the line like I've done, right? One course usually isn't enough to solve somebody's entire health issues. You know what I mean? So pick one problem to solve with your course. That is my first tip for you. My second tip is going to be to give them what they need in your course, but also cover what they want to know, right? A lot of coaches make the mistake of putting in the course like what they found to be helpful on their journey, right? A lot of us create programs that we wish existed, things that we wish we knew when we were at the beginning of our journey or, you know, just a few steps back where our ideal clients are. And while I recommend that you do that, and it's so important, you because you are selling this, people want what they want, right? There's something that they're, they're drawn to. There's a question that they have. And if you don't answer that, it's going to be harder for you to sell that because they're going to buy the course or the book or the talk or whatever it is that actually addresses that question that they have. So to give you some examples, Let's say that you know your ideal clients need mindset work or that on your journey, meal prep was key. That is exactly it, right? That You know that that needs to be included, but maybe your clients are always asking you about portion control. Don't skip that. Put a section about portion control in your course and also put that on your sales page. Put the things that they really want to know that you cover in your course on the sales page because those are going to be the things that they're like, oh my gosh. I need to buy this course because I'm always wondering about this. I need to get some clarity around this or I need to master this, right? If they want recipes and you're not a recipe creator, right? And you're like, I'm not including recipes. There's a million recipes online. They can just find recipes. They might want to know what you're eating. They might want to know your recipes. It doesn't mean that you need to create the recipes. Maybe you just make a list of your favorite websites where you find recipe inspiration every week. It doesn't have to be this thing that you're like, oh, I really hate doing this. I don't want to have to do this. You can outsource it. You can list links. You can have a resource section. There's lots of ways to get around it, but I just think it is doing your audience and yourself, your sales, your business a disservice if you don't add in what people are always asking you about or what people really want. Now, for some of you, this 
is a fine line because if you're not really owning your niche and committing to it online, you might get a lot of random questions at you, thrown at you. And I'm not saying that you should answer all of those in your course because then your course can be really random and it's not, you know, niche specific. It's not focusing on the pain point. Uh, however, if you are owning your niche and people know you for a specific thing, then you're, there's probably a handful of questions that you get often that you're like, yeah, I know this needs to be included in my course. And so I just want to make sure that you give them what they need, but also cover what they want to know. Tip number three, make it easy for them to log into your course and take action. Now, Maybe this is well known and maybe everybody's already using a really great course creation site and building it somewhere that's really easy to use and log in. But when I created my first course, it was probably in 2014, I created it on Word on a WordPress site and it wasn't designed for courses and people logging in and it was not organized, it was not pretty. And so what happened was People would buy the course, but then they wouldn't log in and they wouldn't use it. And for me, I don't want to just sell a course. That is not rewarding at all. I want to sell a course and have my students use it and get amazing transformations, right? That's probably how you feel too. That's why we create these things is because we want to help other people. If you're a health coach, you want to help others get healthy. So what I recommend and what I started building my courses on is Kajabi. So if you're not familiar with Kajabi, it is what my site is on. You can go to my site, thecoachandgrow.co, and you can see it. And then if you're interested in Kajabi, you can just do forward slash Kajabi. So it would be thecoachandgrow.co forward slash Kajabi, and you can learn about it. But pretty much it, it's great. Like what they're known for is course creation. They do a great job at making your course beautiful. You can add videos. You can add PDFs. It's very organized. You can have multiple courses. You can give your one-on-one -on -one clients access to your courses. I really like it because it's also great for selling. I think that, you know, they're known for their courses, but I think they should also be known for how easy they make it to make money. You know, with your course, you can do upsells, you can do downsells, you can do coupon codes, you can do payment plans, you can do affiliates. There's just so much that goes into it. So whether or not you use Kajabi, I recommend it. Obviously, I'm biased. I use it. But whatever you use, make sure it's very easy for people to log in, right? If they forget their password, make sure that it just automatically sends them a new password. Make sure that they know, you know, once they log in, like where they're supposed to go, what they're supposed to do. We don't want any confusion. We want it to be really clear and simple and easy for people to get to the material, to absorb the material, to apply the material and get the results. So really think about that when you are building your course and have people go through it so that they can see how it flows. I think that is really important as well. And so, yeah, if you are building your first course, if you go to my Kajabi, so the coachandgrow.co forward slash Kajabi, we have a discount code. And then if you sign up through our link, you also get our bonus program, which has trainings from Peter and also a call with him to help you set it up. So that is a really, really, really great resource. Okay. Number four is going to be keep in mind how long it's going to take for somebody to complete it. Keep in mind the amount of time it's going to take someone to complete your course. Like, what do you think 
in a perfect world, if they're spending X amount of time, like how long will it take them to get from the beginning to the end of the course, right? Because we don't want it to be too long. We don't want it to be too long, too intensive, where it's something that they're going through multiple months, right? Um, you don't want to put everything you know into a course. Now, I know you might be like, wait, what? But yeah, you don't want to put everything you know into a course because everything you know isn't needed for your ideal client to get results. There's extra stuff in there, right? We want to put the minimum amount of things into this course to get them results, Because doing a course, especially when it comes to health and wellness, if it is a self-study course, you have to have a lot of motivation to sit down, to watch the videos or do the worksheets and then apply it to your life and keep it top of mind, right? Um, And so if it's really long, that's going to take a lot of motivation. Now, I'm not saying that you can't have a long course if it's like, hey, in order for this person to get this result, I need to include all of these things. But just really think about, you know, is everything in here necessary for my students? students to get results. And if not, I would start removing some of the things. Okay. Number five, make it actionable. In my courses, I include weekly homeworks and PDFs so that you can print them out and you know exactly what needs to get done every week so that you can get the desired outcome. I recommend making it crystal clear because like I said before, we don't want any confusion. Confusion leads to inaction and you don't want that. You want your students to go through your course and get results. That is literally the best feeling in the world. And honestly, that is going to help you sell your course. If you have students going through your course, taking action, getting results, they're going to talk about it. They're going to tell their friends. They're going to post about it. They're going to send you a DM on Instagram and be like, your course changed my life. And guess what? That is a great testimonial that's going to lead more people into your courses. So whatever you do, look at your course and say, you know, at the end, do they know what they're supposed to do? Can I add an action item, right? Highly recommend that. Number six, have a few ideal clients go through it and give honest feedback before launching your course. So it's really tempting to be like, oh, my best friend, Susan, like I'm going to have her go through the course, but Susan might give you feedback that isn't relevant because she doesn't struggle with the pain point, right? She doesn't have the issue that you want to help people solve. So if you have some one-on-one clients or even past one-on-one clients that you really enjoyed working with, they might be a great option to have them go through the course. What you might find when you have people go through the course is you miss something really important. It's so easy to do. Before I started asking my Facebook group for feedback and for feedback on my Instagram stories, which you can totally do, I could have made this episode so long because there's so many tips I have for building courses, which another one is like before you even do the course, make sure that you're doing an outline and then putting it out to your social media and figuring out, you know, what else needs to be included, what's missing. So before I started doing that, I would forget things a lot in my courses. I would create a course and launch it and then I would have all of these things coming in or these things from my client calls. I'm like, oh, that would have been perfect in my course. And like I said, you can always go back and add it. And when you do go back and add it, make sure that you update the sales page to reflect that, right? So what you might find when you have people go through your course to give feedback is that things are missing, right? That you were like, oh, I would have totally added that, but I just... skipped my mind. 
or maybe there is some confusion or something that wasn't working or just something that you missed. Maybe you're going to add a video, but you forgot just little things that sometimes when we know a course so well or we know the content so well, we can skip over really important things. So I love having past one-on-one clients go through and see. I also recommend that when you are having people go through it, especially if they're not like a, like a coach of yours or somebody who's business-minded, you might have some questions, some things that they're looking for as they go through the course to give you feedback based on what you're you know trying to find out from them. And what I do in my mastermind club is I have a sheet of questions that you can ask clients that you can give to them to give you really good feedback on your course. Which also, by the way, if you do give one to two clients access to the course to go through it to give you feedback and they love it, you know, you could also ask them for a testimonial as well. And that can be great if it is a new course and nobody's gone through it and you don't have testimonials for it. You can also use testimonials from your one-on-one clients on your course sales page. There's no rule that says you can't. However, over time, you will want to make the testimonials directly from the course so that they are specific and really speak to it. So having a system where you automatically have testimonials from your course students as they finish as they finish the course, you send them an email and they give you a testimonial can be really powerful. That way you always have these testimonials that are up to date and really great on your course sales page. And if you are interested in any of this, like if you're like, oh, I, I would love like those questions that Sarah mentioned. I'd love somebody to go through my course. I would love to set up some automation so I can automatically be getting testimonials check out my mastermind club. It's for health and wellness coaches working towards 10K months. So if you are, maybe you've had a 10K month or you're close to a 10K month and you really want consistent 10K months and you really want to be surrounded by high level health and wellness coaches, this would be great for you. And you can go to thecoachandgrow.co forward slash club and learn more about it. So those are my six tips for you. I hope that you found this helpful. I'm thinking about doing another episode. I mean, I could do another episode on even more tips for your course, but I feel like you have enough to think about for now. I'm thinking about doing another episode on how to sell your online course. So if you think that that would be helpful, if you have a course and you're like, oh, I love some sales tips. I really want to get more people into my course this month. Let me know. You can share in your stories and tell me what you loved about this episode. You can write a review on iTunes. I would love that. Write a review on iTunes and then let me know. I love the episode on course creation and I would really appreciate one on selling your course and I will make it happen. Okay, notes and links will be in the show notes because I feel like I mentioned a few things and you can also always find links in my Instagram bio. I'm Sarah underscore Hagstrom. And until next time, bye for now.